0: Hi, everybody, and thanks for coming back to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pa de Chat, talking dance. Today, I am broadcasting to you from New York City. Uh, I'm currently living between Philadelphia and New York. Um, as I try to work towards finding a career home, I've worked with many organizations over the years, uh, from Pacific Northwest Ballet to Houston Ballet, and then as a freelance artist all across the country. Uh, so as I continue to bring you podcasts, I look forward to sharing my knowledge and experiences from all across the world. Um, in today's episode of Pod to Chat, I wanted to... Go in a little bit of a different route than I have been in the last few podcasts. One thing that I'm hoping to do as a part of Podchat is to really share experiences as candidly as I possibly can. And... Today I, I want to share an experience that I went through a couple of years ago that I'm, I'm sure other people have gone through, but in this day and age, especially with social media and how we connect with other people, uh, people really want to talk about things like this openly. So I figured I would just put it out there and uh, take away some of the taboo of certain topics. So with that, I'd like to get started. Um so today I'm going to talk about the time that I got fired. <laughs> uh it's not my proudest moment. It's not anything that most people want to talk about, but uh I think it's important to start a conversation about how getting let go from a, a job can affect you. Uh, so let me give you a little bit of background on how how this happ- how I got to this place and and how this happened. So uh As I've said before, I danced with Pacific Northwest Ballet for seven seasons and towards the end of those seven seasons, uh, I was performing soloist and principal roles, but I would always end up going back into the core. And after having a handful of conversations with Peter Bull, the artistic director, or my boss, uh, thats we called him the artistic director, Um, but after having a few conversations with him, uh... pretty much came to the determination that i wasn't going to be moving forward in the company and it's interesting because when you're in the bubble of a company like that that feels like the end of the world but now that i've I've been out of the company for a handful of years looking back i being in one of the country's top ballet companies is obviously not a bad thing and we had many many amazing things from Being a unionized company with protection to having a full orchestra with every performance, an amazing crew, amazing costume. Uh, We got to perform incredible repertoire. Um, But when you are feeling stagnant, there really isn't anything to stop you from feeling like you need to keep on growing. So... During my seventh season with the company, I decided that it was time for me to look elsewhere. So, I I was known more as a contemporary specialist with the company. Uh, Whenever classical ballets would come around, I wouldn't really do much. But whenever a contemporary choreographer would come in, I would get to dance a lot. So, I felt that I should really explore that contemporary side of my dancing. So... In 2011, I decided to join a fledgling contemporary ballet company in Philadelphia, which just happened to be close to where I was raised, which was really exciting for me, and uh, the name of that company was Ballet X, and I moved my entire life, my partner, my two cats, my entire apartment, all the way across the country, 3,000 miles east of Seattle, to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and... I started working the day that the day after I got off of off of the plane, uh, so it was not much of a transition starting with this company, but it ended up being a much greater transition than I expected because when I joined the company, I went from having regular physical therapy and and regular maintenance to having to take care of my body all by myself and there was definitely a lear- learning curve there for that uh, so to, to keep a long story short what ended up happening was during a rehearsal for APAP which is uh, a conference that's held in New York City every year uh, where smaller companies can go and present their work to uh, a handful of uh producers and if if you're you're lucky enough to be seen and they like you uh, there are possibilities for there, there's potential for touring for your company so as we were preparing to head to this conference, I was doing a lift with another dancer and I felt a slight tearing in my back. And I didn't really think anything of it because it wasn't a a shock. It wasn't like a a sprained ankle where somebody's falling to the ground holding their ankle. It wasn't that. So what ended up happening was I went home and as the day went on, my back got tighter. And by the next morning, I was having difficulty moving. But because this company was very small and also because I was still trying to prove myself uh, to, to the directors, uh, there wasn't anybody to replace me and I, I was nervous to let somebody re- replace me if that was even an option. So I really pushed through the pain and continued to dance. So we ended up going on, on the tour to New York City and we had three performances and by the third performance, I couldn't even walk. So unfortunately couldn't make it through that performance, but I I had a period of time between that tour and uh, our next set of productions, or our next set of performances, so it would seem that I would have gotten to have a sufficient amount of time to take off so that I could have let my, my back get better. But because of the nature of our contract with Ballet X, I only had 22 weeks of work, which meant that I had to find a way to make income during the other months or weeks or months that I was off. Uh, and during this time period, I had set up one of my first freelancing gigs with uh, Alaska Dance Theater, which is, is, is no longer uh, is producing professional dance but at the time they had to pick up company and I called up the directors of the company and I told them my situation that I had been injured and that I was having trouble affording to get body care and physical maintenance and I told them that if they needed to find another dancer that they they're welcome to go ahead and do it but they were really gracious and they they helped me find uh, a physical therapist and a chiropractor up there, and they were able to get me through their performances. And while they were able to get me through the performances, because I was dancing injured, which isn't uncommon for dancers, uh, but while I was dan- while I was dancing injured, I wasn't getting better because the maintenance was only maintaining me in a, a, a state that I could dance. Uh, I wasn't taking the necessary time off that would be required of the type of injury that I had. So luckily i made it through those performances and i flew home the day after the performances and i started working with ballet x on their next production that monday after i after i left alaska and i was put in a, in a situation where I was really struggling uh, working with a new choreographer. I hadn't really done this type of process before. Uh, and I was having difficulty. And sometimes when you're working with choreographers, they're really supportive and they, they help you if you're struggling through a moment. And other times, choreographers are, are more about getting their product out. Um, and unfortunately, I was in one of those situations. So uh, throughout the entire week, I was, I was having difficulties and by the next week, try, I was trying my, trying my hardest, and I ended up having a, an iffy moment with the choreographer, which led to an argument. I don't look at this as one of my proudest moments, and obviously looking back, I wish that I could have done things differently. But it was, it was a, a moment with two artists that were trying their best. And we couldn't find the ways to express their frustration, and we ended up um, having it out in the studio. So what what happened was I was told that I was marking a combination, and I hadn't been. And in order to try to prove that I hadn't, I ended up spending the rest of that day dancing more than full out for the entirety, another five hours of dancing. And I unfortunately hadn't told the choreographer that I was injured and so she wasn't aware of what was going on with me and I ended up injuring my my back even worse than it had been before. So, finally I said enough is enough, I need to stop trying to impress people, I need to just suck it up and take a few weeks off. So I pulled myself out of the production and unfortunately it led to a, a string of... Other issues, um, and in that process, I found out that the the company had been hiding workers comp from me. Which, looking back at it, it, it's not completely shocking considering the fact that this was the first year that the company had ever hired dancers on a seasonal contract. I I, I look back at it not with anger anymore, but I, I see that I was just uh, essentially a casualty of a young. Organization learning how to manage itself and its dancers. Um, But for me, it was, it it thrust me forward into probably one of the most challenging periods of my life. Because there I was, I had just moved 3,000 miles across the country and I couldn't take care of myself. And then when I, I found out that the workers' comp was being withheld from me and the conversations about the argument I'd had in the studio came up, they ended up firing me. Um, and there I was, like I said, 3,000 miles away from one of the best companies I had left to be with a fledgling company uh, with no work in the middle of uh, the season after auditions had taken place and injured. So what was I to do? Uh And that's really how I got into my freelance, my full-time freelance work because I had no choice but to continue dancing injured for months and uh, to find a new way to to extend my career. Um, And just a little aside, I did eventually take time off to to let my injury heal. But uh, let's get back to the topic of getting fired. most people would never want to say publicly that they've been fired, especially like I said with mo- with social media. The second that you put something online on something like Facebook or Twitter or I have a blog, Life of a Freelance Dancer, um, all of a sudden there's written documentation. There's proof that you were fired. There can be hearsay and people can speculate and until it's in writing and people can't necessarily verify that that happened. So... What I went through after I was fired, aside from ob- the obvious fear that how am I going to make money, was more analysis of who I was as a person, who I was as a dancer, and where I belonged in my career. During the whole process that led to me being fired, I, I don't think that anybody except for who fired me could say whether it was the argument between me and the choreographer that was the reason I was let go or because the the company was afraid to support a dancer who was injured when they had never had to hold the responsibility of supporting a dan- an injured dancer before. Cause like I said, this was the first time that the company actually had regular dancers on contract. But I, found myself in this great state of analysis just trying to see who I was beyond just a dancer um, and to see who I was as a person because in my, I, I believe in my fear of being injured and feeling unsafe, I responded in a way that I don't typically respond, I'm not one that typically raises my voice um, and there I was having an argument with a, a choreographer. Also, I was, at at Pacific Northwest Ballet, I was the union representative for the the dancers. Uh, The company was part of the American Guild of Musical Artists, which is the union that protects the dancers. Um, And I was the voice that was doing the protecting before, and all of a sudden... I found myself in a situation that was difficult and I tried to protect myself and it backfired and I didn't have anybody to turn to to, sit, to to help me out. So I had to sit there and determine whether I was in the right or the wrong to see if there was anything that I could have done that, could have, that would have changed the situation that I found myself in. And that analysis took years for me to really figure out. I think that anybody that's been in a situation where they've been fired and they didn't want to get fired, what, uh, I think that anybody will spend a lot of time thinking about what they could have done better. And I, I definitely went through that. Uh, for me, as as a dancer, I, I, I found myself just reeling because... My biggest concern was that I was going to start to get a reputation for being that guy that had gotten in an argument with the choreographer, choreographer. also uh, that I could have the stigma that I was fired. In In the end, I think that I could have possibly taken the the company to court because they had uh, withheld workers' comp from me, which was my right, but I was afraid to do that because... I was on. Un- I I thought that if I had gone through with any any lawsuit, that it would be printed in a dance publication, and that then I would be branded as somebody who would be willing to sue a company. So, so I decided that that wasn't the route for me to go. But there I was, injured, without a a company to call home, and I didn't know what to do, and. I guess I was lucky that there wasn't a lot of time for me to put that thought into what I should do, um, because I had bills to pay, and I I needed to to find a way to make sure that I had a, a roof over my head, and that my insurance was paid for, and that I could put food on the table. So that's how I fell into freelancing. I just started marketing myself, and where I would typically have been completely uh embarrassed or shy to just tell people that I thought that I was a great quality dancer. I just had to, in order to survive. Um, but for years after that, as a dancer, I found myself evaluating every single thing that I did in the studio to make sure that I wasn't put in the same situation, uh, which you'd be surprised. It's, it's much more difficult uh, as a freelancer because you're constantly working with companies that work in completely different ways. So. I found that experience valuable in helping myself uh, deal with challenging situations in the studio. But at times I even overanalyzed <laughs> what was happening and I would, I would be more in my head about situations than I, I would be in, in the present. Like most things, as time has gone by, I have come to terms with the experience of getting fired from a, a position. Um, I, I think like like most people, when they go through any type of experience that's negative, you, you go through that period of analysis and when you can look back, when there's enough distance between that experience and where you are today and you look back at it, you you see how something so horrible, sad, negative can actually help you grow as a person i i've heard people say that you grow more as a person during difficult times than you do during good times uh, and while of course it feels great to be in those good times uh i, I think that without the those dark challenging times it, it, most artists wouldn't be able to become the people that they are today and for me while i i am still sad to this day that that situation came about in the way that it did. I, I can look back and I can say, look where I am now. And I would have never gotten to where I am if I hadn't gone through that. For instance, I have become well known as a, a freelance artist. Uh, since that time, I've danced all across the country from New York to LA, San Francisco, Anchorage, Indiana, Louisiana, everywhere in between. Um, I've choreographed for a handful of companies and schools and uh, workshops and competitions, and I've taught all across the country. And I wouldn't have started my blog, uh, and uh, through my blog, I got this podcast, so if i hadn't gone through that that experience i don't know where i would be today i could just be i could still be dancing with Ballet X and it could be a great thing <laughs> or i could be feeling stagnant again and ready for that next chapter so it was a difficult time for me and i i i wish i didn't have to go through it but at the same time i'm so happy that i am where i am today um so for anybody out there that has gone through an experience or is going through an experience or is afraid of going through that experience, my advice to you would be try your best to resolve whatever situation you're in. And if you're not able to do so, do take that time after you're let go from a company to analyze why it happened and to prevent it from happening again in the future. I think that most dancers' biggest fears are being let go because a dancer can be let go for reasons that let go. A dancer can be let go from an organization for reasons beyond you're doing a good job. There are dancers that have been in companies for 10 to 15 years, and they are, as we don't say fired in the ballet world, we say non-reengaged in the situation, but they're, they're not offered a contract into the next season, and it's just because they've aged out or the director wants to bring somebody n- new and fresh in that's less expensive. Um, So, uh, dancers are constantly joking. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get fired for this. I'm. I'm not gonna get re-engaged. But for some people, it's a reality, and I know exactly what that feels like. So, I think that that's all that we're gonna talk about in this episode uh again (laughs) i always grab a cup of coffee before we start these chats so i hope that you uh grabbed one too and i just want to say thank you for taking some time out of your your busy busy schedule to sit down and talk dance with me uh if you've enjoyed what i've been talking about please feel free to share our podcast with your friends and social media networks also be sure to click the links below and follow me on facebook twitter and instagram and be sure to subscribe to my blog where i have been writing about working as a freelance artist for the past four years um uh, also i have uh two youtube channels that you can follow And for anybody out there that wants to to become a part of this podcast, uh, if there are any topics that you'd like for me to chat about, you are welcome to reach out to me via my contact page on my website. And if you'd like to become a sponsor for Pod to Chat Talking Dance, you can contact me via my website as well. Thank you for listening, and remember to go out and support your local dance scene. Thank you.